This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. It's March 16. Welcome back to our podcast, 90 Day Fiance. What the fuck? I'm Nadia, and with me are my two friends, Mariam and Lon. Say hi, guys. Hi, everyone. All right. So, uh, <laughs> what can I say about this episode um, that has not been said online? Um, it's just too cringe-worthy for me. Um, I, 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 I seriously had to turn away in so many on so many occasions. I don't know how you guys feel about this, but um, yeah, it's just so cringy. Um, Miriam, what do you think? I mean. That's why 90 Day Cringe does so well, because it gives us these moments. I mean, it's like so much fun to watch these couples kind of meet and actually face the consequences of their decisions. And this is kind of where it's starting to get juicy for me, like season four, like they kind of set up the foundation of what's going on. And now these couples are actually meeting in person and it's like WTF every other minute and I'm loving it. <laughs> what about you, Lon? Yeah, this one, uh, you know, interesting moments. Uh, definitely a lot of WTF going on. Um, there were some moments I thought too that we could have done without, but um, overall, yeah, I really like the direction it's headed and uh, the introduction of uh, another another couple. So yeah, I'm uh, ready to chop it up. What can they do without? Let's hear about that. Yeah, so, uh, Mariam, did you uh, did you want to answer that first? or um, No, go for it. I think that was... Yeah, so for me, um, as much as I really love watching Darcy, um, like, you know, the hot mess that is Darcy and how entertaining it is, it, I think it is now starting to become filler because they're not doing anything with Tom. They just keep beating, beating a dead horse, um, you know, with, oh, like, you know, repeat footage of obviously the photo with him with another girl, and like all they did was um, was recycle it. Um, but this time she's at a spa with like her sister and her friend. But like it's it's virtually the same um, the same episode it was at least for Darcy as it was like the last two times we saw. Nothing really new um, came out of it. It was just it, it seemed like filler. So like if we're gonna if we're gonna focus on Darcy and make her entertaining again, it can't just be like her crying. There's got to be more um, because it's to me it, it felt like filler with Darcy this time around. So, so we've got to cut that out. Yeah. Let's discuss Darcy then, right? Let's start with her and Tom, um, even though there's no Tom on this episode. But can we just? Uh, I don't know what to say. Did anyone notice they're wearing heels with swimsuit and robes that are not fully covering them? Like, this is one hell of a spa session. Like, it's... They they came to slay. (laughs) I mean, that was all for the camera, though. I mean, there's no way that these people even, like, had a massage book. They probably just did all that to film. They probably got got, you know, a cup of water with, like, a side of, like, lemon, you know, because they had to order something. And they just took up some space and they just did all of that for the film. And I'm with Lon. This this storyline, it needs to go somewhere fast or they got to cut it because it's like just like it's like it's like rewind and repeat. And she just keeps bringing up, you know, my relationship with Jesse, you know, and like she keeps trying to show like how she's like this like wonderful, strong woman. But you know what? Here you are in the exact same situation again, girl. You know, it's like it's like like meet Tom you know, do whatever you got to do in New York with him or, you know what, like, we got to just, like, fast forward through you next time. Yeah, I mean, it's becoming very old, her, you know, antics, like, you know, I mean, you know, we're so used to seeing her cry, but now I just don't feel bad for her anymore. Like, is that bad? Like, I, I just, you know, I kind of expect her to, to cry, you know, <laughs> cry her Botox face off, but, like, <sighs> I I just, I just don't care anymore. Yeah, and, same. You know, I, the only thing I, I notice uh, other than the heels is that, you know, at least this time around, Stacey's makeup looks more natural. Like she's less tanned and orangey. I'm not sure if you guys care about that or if anyone listening cares about this, but 
I, I mean, I have to give it to their friend, Reina. I mean, she's probably the only all-natural woman <laughs> in, in that circle. Like, she's giving, you know, a lot of empower, empowering advice to Stacey and, uh, sorry, to Darcy. Um, and that's the, that's the kind of, you know, the breath of fresh air that I, I, I can appreciate. But other than that, the storyline is getting very old um, for me, and uh, speaking of very old storyline, um, can we segue to this new guy that they introduced this week, uh, David? Caesar two point Oh yeah, exactly. Caesar two point yeah. um, Caesar two point oh. <laughs> I mean, but with like way more hair and actually pretty attractive for a sixty year old. I gotta give it to him. He's looking he- pretty good for a sixty year old. Yeah, he um he doesn't look that old until you see his like neck and hands, I guess. I mean, sorry to say that, but um he's pretty, he's, doing, he's he's got a nice physique, I guess. I mean, you know, he he doesn't look like he's he he looks like he aged well. Let's just put it that way. And maybe it's from all that riding of like the unicycle, right? Oh <laughs> god. Oh my goodness. Yeah. First of all, like what the hell is going on in his garage? I mean, he's like over there, like digging out, like through a mountain of trash, and out pops a freaking unicycle. And you're like, wait, what? Like, where did this come from? What else are you going to out, pull out of there? Like a unitard, like a hot pink unitard, and wear it? You know, I was just like, what is going on right now? Yeah, and what's up with, with I don't know. I, I think the RV life is really becoming popular. People are choosing that over owning a home like I think he's selling he has a house and he's selling it to 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 live an RV life and and, and travel around I don't know if that's necessarily the kind necessarily the kind of lifestyle though somebody is going to want coming um to America um if you know if that's really what she wants which I don't think she wants I think okay let's just get into it I think that this is one of those um, like 900 um, escort service type lines. It's yeah. it's, a, it's definitely a pay per minute chat. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not like a genuine dating site where you meet somebody and you know there's a subscription and you get to chat. It's a pay per minute. It's it's like you know you remember um, those 900 numbers really yeah. late at night where you get yeah. to talk to someone who you think is beautiful on the other line. Like that's even with the video like you you she can't speak back she just reacts I, you know I, that could even be pre-recorded i just think it's 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 i believe it's one of those um pay per minute chats it's not a real dating site and the longer they keep it up the more she gets paid she doesn't want to to make this a reality she mm-hmm. wants him to keep calling keep paying by the minute you know uh keep video chatting by the minute because that's how the income is made on these kind of on these kind of sites if it's even her if it's even her if it's even her but yeah like it could be like a fat russian dude on the other side and he's got the same video and he's you know pulling the same con with like 20 like 20 american dudes like this guy as far as we're concerned but yeah it's just like maria you know maria just shit kept happening with her you know like I don't know what was her excuses like she missed her flight and she had a family emergency like same thing again like this one is a little bit more interesting because he spent so much money and he's been there multiple times and she's clearly stood him up but that's it like I think that we need to kind of like wrap this one up a little bit quickly because I just feel like we all know where it's gonna go um yeah absolutely yeah I mean, they I, show I, that that teaser where he's like, it looks like he's meeting someone at the airport, but I think that's his other friend. Yeah, I think that was uh, that's probably Anya, um, you know, his Ukrainian friend, and it seems like he has a type. He he seems to be into Russians and Ukrainian, and yeah, you know, I'm not sure if you guys catch this, but it sounds like he has a very innocent mind. Like you know, people are trying to tell him like, look, this this is a scam, and he's like. Right making sense of it he's trying to ration, rationalize everything that right. he has done like even spending a hundred thousand dollar is nothing to him and and the fact that every occasion they try they attempt to meet like she'll come up with some sad excuse and he's okay with that mm-hmm. like i don't i i i mean it's so frustrating watching people like this being catfished but 
sometimes I don't know. Like I don't feel sorry because it's like they know what they sign up for. But in this case, like David seems like very innocent-minded, and may- maybe I-, I might feel a thing. Like I might feel sorry for him, but like I don't know. Seven years, seven years, and over a hundred k. He's yeah. spent, uh, you know, a hundred K that's, that's a lot, but seven years when you think of, you know, time is actually money and that's a lot of time to invest in something that isn't even real. That's, that's fucking a lot, man. And but yeah, before- um, I, I'm interested to see more of his, more of the backstory. What made him this way? Did they, did they mention that? I can't remember if like, if they, if they got into the psyche of that, like, was he, I don't know, did. Did he leave like a marriage or I don't know an ex girlfriend really hurt him? I don't know. Well, I I, I I can't quite remember if they got into that. They delved into why uh, why he's entertaining this kind of relationship. And yeah, Anya was super super cute. That's that's a shame that didn't work out. Um, glad they could be friends, but um, yeah, he not sure why that didn't work out. Okay, so my biggest red flag when I heard seven years, aside from the fact that this guy has wasted seven years of his life is the fact that this girl is only 25, right? So that means that they started chatting when she was 18, and then that brings this folio at what age? I mean, like, you know, at least 53. Like, that's more than, like, double her age. Yeah. And I think that's kind of gross, honestly. Like, let's just start there. Like, that just wow. honestly made my stomach kind of, like, curl. Yeah, that's I didn't even do the math on that. That's right? Crazy, but if you yeah. think about it, right? And then, like, the fact that this guy is, like, I don't know, like, you know, they're having, like, I don't know, probably all these, like, nasty, dirty chats with, like, an, an 18-year-old. I mean, I don't know. Like, that just was, like, one of the like a dark cringeworthy moment for me. Like I was just like, this guy is just like a sleazeball. So I don't really care what happens to him. He definitely has a type. And it's now that we, you know, now that you've laid it out like that, it is very creepy. But anyway, we let, let's, uh, let's save that creepiness for other couples that we're about My to favorite talk. favorite creep. <laughs> well, let's, let's start with something a little bit less, uh, you know, a little bit more boring. Uh, Stephanie and Erica. Well, Gosh. I mean, I, I really don't give. I, I give zero fucks about this. I'm sorry, guys. Like, I, Same. I don't. Yeah, I just don't know what is her selling point. I, I get that everyone on this show has something to promote, and for her, she's an influencer, and I get it. Like being on the show, it, it definitely brings her more followers and maybe more revenue in that sense. But I really don't care so much for this relationship that she has with someone in Australia, and. I just, I don't know. I mean, am I the only one who thinks that she keeps reminding us that she's celibate? Like, so what? You know? I like, know. I, Do you yeah, want a like, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah. yeah so, I, I, I mean, I don't know, Mariam. Do you want to start with what you think about, you know, Stephanie and Erica? I mean, so, like, you know, last week when we were giving, like, the recap, I was like, come over her. She's so boring. Oh my God. Like, listening to her is painful for me. It's like she has like that typical like you know voice and she talks <laughs> like this and like she just talk like oh my god like I just there's only so much of that I could like listen to and she just she just seems really boring she looks like she's trying to like you know get her 15 minutes and this is like her window the girl in Australia is like on a totally different like lifestyle than her there's going to be some major issues, like major, major issues. She's going to want to go out, party, you know, do whatever, you know, these young kids do nowadays. And then she's going to want to like stay home and update her blog and talk, have long talks and look at each other in their eyes. And it's just not going to work. Like it's just then she's going to cry. Then she's going to go on her blog and be like this heartbroken like victim and get more followers. I mean, like I'm over it already, but I know Lon's kind of into them. Like, She's cute, right? I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that, Lon, but what about the story? Yeah, <laughs> so, okay, so um, obviously, yeah, for me, there's definitely I have some eye candy going on here, but after um, talking about it with you two, I did start to see it from self-promotion, and like, okay, yeah, so she she was pretty forthcoming about the fact that, you know, she does, she has a YouTube channel where um, she travels and, you know, she does all these things. So it did start to, to seem that this was just another avenue uh, mm-hmm. for that. 
but um, I didn't want to invalidate her feelings. So I, um, I try to take a more um, empathetic approach. Um, and when she said, um, you know, she tried to make that comparison about how Erica's life is more exciting for me, that kind of hit me. If, if anything, that was the most honest thing she said, because for me at that moment, um, it was like her socials and her, her the, the life she portrays on YouTube and on Instagram is, look, I, I cook and I travel a lot. Like she, she makes her life seem exciting. Whereas Erica has the life that she, I think she somehow wishes. Like, do you see what I'm saying? It was it was a it was a funny. I don't know if irony is the correct word, but like she portrays her life a certain way, whereas Erica lives it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Does, That's that a really sense? great like comparison. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, wow. She's like, oh, Erica's so much more exciting. But if if I didn't know Erica and I were to watch that her YouTube channel where she's traveling to all these different countries, oh now she's going to Australia to meet like the love of her life. I would never have thought that she didn't have an, um, a life that was uninteresting. Um, right. But it wasn't until she said that and she compared it to Erica, who's actually living it, right? That I was like, oh then then she became more real and it became more sad. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, like uh, I do believe that this part wasn't. Um, uh, as interesting as I thought it was going to be. But then at the same time, I think it, it was still worth um, a watch, um, you know, just to just to see more of their story. But yeah, I, I can kind of see now also the, the, the angle of, of self-promotion and this will be good for my blog. This will be good um, for my views. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I'm still I'm still following this story. It would be sad if uh, Stephanie uses Erica as a way to generate content to bring her more followers, but we'll just have to wait and see if they're truly, um, you know, legit as a couple. Um, but, you know, I, I won't be mad if they don't cover their story next episode, just like how I won't, I'm not mad that Yolanda was left out this episode. So we're not going to talk about Yolanda, uh, but I think she'll be returning next, uh, well, this coming week. Um, shall we talk about baby girl Lisa and Usman? Oh, oh should I seventy percent good Lisa, and what I don't know oral sex Usman. <laughs> Come on, guys! Like, who believes this guy doesn't know oral sex? Come on! Like, is that is that, <laughs> that far fetched? Well, I, mean, I think like listen, put yourself in his shoes. Okay, she probably brought it up. And he's like, oh, shit, she might expect me to do it on her. Yeah, I so wouldn't he, go down. So he is like, I plead the fifth. I don't know what the hell that is. You know? <laughs> I'm with you on that. You totally. know? Like, I oh. I think he totally didn't want to. And he, he acted like, oh, he probably said no at first. I'm bad at it. I don't know. So I'm totally with you there. Go on. Keep yeah, going. Yeah, and you know what I mean? And like, like. And then what's going to happen is he's going to blame it on his religion, like all the other Muslim guys did, you know, when they had this, like, unattractive American woman that they had to do the same thing to. It it turns into an excuse, like, oh, well, my religion doesn't let me. Well, you know what? Your religion is also, like, probably doesn't let you do half the things you're doing, but it's like you get you, like, you pick and choose. So I'm pretty sure that's going to come up, and, and then it's going to just, you know, you know she's, she's going to justify it. But I don't know. I mean, they're the place that they live. I mean, the friends, their her outfit, her hair. I was just like, are you kidding me? Because it's like she sticks out like a sore thumb in that in that country. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in her head, she's thinking like, oh my god, like I am with a freaking celebrity, and the reason people are looking at me is because they recognize this guy based off of his, you know, singing abilities or whatnot. So it's like this crazy, like twisted, like reality that she's living. And I don't know, like, I'm just like, I'm just watching it. I'm, I'm, I'm in for the ride guys. Yeah. So for me, um, the only thing I, I, I made note of, which I'm starting to see in other stories as well, um, are kind of like this, uh, this insensitivity, um, to to other people and other cultures and just other standards of living. Um, I thought it was really rude when she was in there making comments 
about, um, and I get it, he's supposed to be a celebrity, okay, I get it. Um, but we don't know. We don't know. We don't know if that, maybe that's the standard of living for a celebrity. Maybe mm-hmm. that's how poor Kaduna is as, as a village and, and mm-hmm. as a neighborhood. Like he doesn't, he doesn't call his, his music industry colleagues as friends. He, he refers to them as his music industry, like colleagues or his friends or whatever. You know what I mean? Like he, he refers to that as, as if it's a, sec, a separate kind of section um, of his life because the, the reality of it is, yeah, this, this is the standard of living um, that we have, even for me as somebody who's like well-known and famous, I have to share a room with two other guys. I have a toilet that's, you know, not like secured into the floor. And for, for her and not just her, but, you know, Americans in general, when they go to other countries and rather than um, maybe empathizing with, with the poverty, they start pointing out things like, Ooh, this is gross. Uh, what the fuck is this about? Blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, like, obviously, you should have the awareness to understand that you're also speaking from a uh, from a place of privilege, and Mm -hmm. from a place of entitlement, like, check that, can you just at least check it? And you would think we've seen it enough in 90 Day Fiance, but it it keeps happening. And and it's always maybe it's contrived. and, And the producers are like, Oh, yeah, we want you to to, to sound like ignorant and to sound insensitive, or maybe that's really how they are. And if really that's, if that's how they really are and they're visiting these countries and just being, Ooh, what's, what's that? What the fuck is this? Blah, blah, blah. Are you kidding me? This is what you want me to shower in? Like, go fuck yourself then. Like, are you <laughs> seriously going to, to another country and trying to put American standards and an American way of life? You, you know, like, but you know what, Lon, like, even in America, honestly, like, you could come to San Francisco and you probably can find two or three people living in a studio because a studio is like $4,000 a month for rent. I mean, maybe not now with the recession coming along, but that's just this city. Do you know what I mean? And I'm sure, like, baby girl Lisa, she would, she would, never, she would never be okay with that, right? Like, you know, living on the, like, not having furniture or whatever, but... That's kind of like normal in America, also. Like that's yeah. not some like every American does not live in a four bedroom, three bathroom McMansion, you know, mm. with like their white picket fence. So I, I, I just, you know, I, I'm really happy you brought up the insensitivity towards this because, you know, for me, like I wasn't even really judging, like the house thing. Yeah, I was like, like yeah, it, it. I agree. It's not like what is what in my mind is celebrity status, but it also didn't like stick out to me. Like, oh my god, this is weird. What was really weird to me was her interactions towards him, and it was almost like this, like I'm entitled, like you're my bitch kind of attitude towards right. him. Is what is what bothered me even more than this, like you know, kind of looking down at his culture. Um, commentary that we kind of kept getting throughout that segment. Mm-hmm. It was like, like her attitude, you know, like when they were talking about like how they had to get like Usman's mother's blessings to get married. Like, oh, whoa, that is so freaking wild. Like, oh my god, like as if he, as if it's like this crazy thing that you know he's asking. <laughs> I right? said the same thing. I said the same thing. I was like, dude, that's that's pretty normal across cultures though that's uh, why is that she, even surprising yeah she's like what she, exactly that. I'm thank like, uh. you and she sat there across the table and was like with or without and i was just like bitch who the hell are you first of all you know what i mean like who the hell are you like he got only one mom and he could probably find 10 baby girl lisa's online exactly. you know what i mean so like that's the kind of shit that bothers me mo- the most um, about these kind of couples it's like because they're giving the green card it's like they own them they got this thing over their head you know what i mean and that's kind of i think why it's so cringeworthy and then the second the tables have turned is after they've gotten married and after like they're in america or after they got their green card and then they just give them the big fat middle finger right. you know and it's like why does it have to get to that point right. you know like, so i got I'm a question just... and i got a question for y'all um where do you think then his heart is at? Does is this you know is this a ticket to the U.S.? Does he or does he really feel genuinely about Lisa? You know, we're four episodes in, are right four episodes in, I think. Like, wh- yeah. where do your wh- where do your judgments stand on on whether he's you know, what his feelings and emotions are towards her? 
All right, Maryam, you first. I'm thinking 1,000% opportunity to come to the U.S. to become the next soja boy, okay, while having an American woman support him. That's it. Yeah, I, I agree with you guys. It's, you know, he, it, the eye, he has his eye on the prize, right? And that's the green card. Now, having said that, it doesn't mean that he's, like, he doesn't show so much of his opportunistic side like this guy he comes across as a decent person right he 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 introduce he wants to introduce her to the city he lives in invites her to his home wants her to meet his industry colleagues it's like he's you know he can be a jerk to her but yet mm-hmm. he's being very decent and very you know he's just tolerating her and she she's just like she knows that he wants the green card so much. Or oh, I think the K one visa first, I believe. And she's just controlling him, like, like, like you know, like there's no tomorrow. Like you know, so what if his phone blows up? Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. give it yeah. a rest. You're not. Oh cute. man, I could like, I could like, sense her blood boiling when his phone was vibrating in the car. Like I could like feel that anxiety. Like I could just see that, like that, that madness in her face like oh like this fulio i told him that his phone that better not be ringing and yet here we are but were those the were those social media notifications or was that was that somebody texting him on the i think his phone was ringing twice rang twice when they were driving in when when, while they were in the car um and that's why she said like hey check your phone is blowing up like someone's trying to get hold of you um but again like I mean, take a chill pill. So what? He's a celebrity. You want to be with him. You gotta, signed up for it, right? Yeah, yeah you gotta go yeah. with the process, you know. I mean, deal totally. with it. Anyway, uh, speaking of opportunistic, uh, I have to say I'm sorry, but we have to talk about Jeffrey and Varya. It got interesting, you guys. I mean, oh. Varya is starting to show her true colors, and. I have a lot of thoughts about this. Like, I, I mean, you know, just to sum up, like, so, okay, so she gave him, she gave, she gave him the cookie. Um, <laughs> the cookie jar. And then she found that comb. And again, this is something I want to ask you guys. Like, you know, comb with an ex name. Is that, is that a big deal? Or is that no. just a cookie? Like, I feel like women care so much about symbolism, whereas men sees it as a utility, so they don't really care. They're like, this is a comb to me. I mean, is that too soon for Varya to say, hey, this is, you know, I have to throw this away. And first of all, like, I feel like if you want to throw someone's belonging away, like, you should at least ask them first, like, politely and say that, hey, look, I, this, is, this is making me uncomfortable. But the fact that she just immediately threw it and then tells him, I'm like, eh, you know, is this a Russian thing? I mean, I, I, it's just kind of weird the way she you know the way she she went about it but the other thing that 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 we're starting to see here that i really want to bring up is you know should should varia repair her house like is she be because the fact that she didn't finish her house comes across as like absolutely opportunistic on her part right like she's not planning to live there long so she's like, okay, well, I'm not going to repair plumbing here. I'm not going to patch up the wall. I'm not going to, like, put any lighting fix- fixture because now I'm talking to this guy and there's a chance that I might move to the U.S. But that said, she has ideas about how she wants to be in the U.S. Like, she did drop hints that, oh, why do we have to live in Tennessee? It's a village. Why can't we live in New York City? So, like, I feel like that's an, a very ugly sight to her. It's such a turnoff. But I want to know what you guys think. Marion, please, your thoughts. All right. I got, I got a lot of feelings. So, like, let's just back up to when they're in the car and they arrived at the hotel. And he got out of the hotel and he looked at her and was like, hey, you want to come inside? And there was, like, this hesitation on her face. Like, should I go? I, if I go, we all know what's going to happen. Should I not? And they had this really fun day. And then... Fast forward to the next morning with the comb thing. I think she was just upset, honestly, that she spent the night there with him. And I think she was taking it out on this whole comb situation. I don't think that that was a big deal, the whole ex thing. Um, And then just to talk about her house, can we just talk about how she owns a house? 
Like, we gotta give her props for that, all right? Like, the fact that she's a homeowner in Russia doesn't matter, like, you know, what country it is. Like, I gotta give her props for that, you know? And if anyone is a homeowner, we all know, like, how expensive it is to have a home. There's taxes and the repair costs come and go. And the fact that she didn't repair her home, thinking she might be going to America, if anything, for me, seems like she's actually invested in this relationship, right? And she believes in it because the, cause she was like, you know, like, well, why spend all this money if I'm going to sell it and I can just save this money if I'm, if I'm going to start this new life with this guy that I love? So I didn't really view it that way. Um, I, you know, and the fact, again, that he was kind of, like, looking down on the way she was living. I mean, she's a single, you know, girl. And it's like, you know, she, like, sleeps on her futon. She has, like, a one-bedroom. Again, so what? It's like Moscow. It's a huge city. Huge cities, like, that's just how real estate is. Like, you know, not anyone could, like, live in the forest in this huge house and, like, chop wood all day. But... Um, I do want to ask you guys, did you guys notice his tattoos when he was putting his shirt on? It's gross. The oh, ones. my God. I <laughs> almost was like, I had to pause my TV. And if I could fucking zoom in on that shit, I would have zoomed in. But I couldn't. And I was just like, what the fuck is that shit, dude? Like, what is it? Like, is that, did you get that in prison? <laughs> like, are those prison chats? Like, you know, like. Like, when stuff happens to you, you get tats on your body? I don't know. Like, was that, like... On your nipples? Or around your nipples? I don't know. (laughs) I was just like, what the hell is that? And then the fact that he commented on Varya's uh, light fixture as something that reminds him of prison, it just, Yeah, he should know. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, we have a fucking expert here talking about prisons. And I put myself in Varya's shoes, and I was like, this guy has been in and out of prisons. Like, God knows what he's done there to, quote-unquote, survive. And he's over here talking shit about your house. Like, if anything, she should, like, kick him to the curb. But that's just, that's my opinion. So I'm going to pass it over to Lon and see what he thinks. All right. So, yeah, um, this, this, this I think, was a lot more entertaining than what we've seen in the previous episodes. Um, well, let's, let's start with the comb. So for me, I actually was on her side about that. I think if it was, um, uh, and, and I think I'm actually pretty relaxed when it comes to shit like this. Um, but the fact that it, it's the fact that the name was on it. If like, let's say I was gifted a sweater and I continued to wear um, a sweater that was a gift, like I wouldn't see that as a big deal. But if that sweater had my ex's name on it and I'm wearing the sweater, now I'm like, hey baby, what's up? sweater with a fucking ex-girlfriend's name on it what's up like and i told you that was my ex and like of course you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna spend the day with me wearing a sweater with a name like do you see what i mean like it's a comb and it clearly has um his ex's name on it she knows that's his ex so for me like yeah i was on her side when it came to that do i think she should have tossed it like um like right off the bat um, no, I think she should have addressed it with him first. I think that's what mature people do. Like, hey, I, I really don't appreciate that. Can we talk about? Can we talk about this and um, have you understand how I feel about this? And, and you know, maybe I can understand why you hold on to it. And then that would have been a conversation to have. But I, I tended to lean more on her side when it came when it came to that. I'm I'm cool with gifts um, from exes, but I also think that there has to be some sensitivity around it when it's labeled like that because it's it's just a constant reminder then of whether uh, of the relationship in the first place but also does he still hold an emotional attachment to it is there still some sentimentality um attached to it um are you do you have a problem letting go of your previous relationship what's really going on here so yeah so that that's my spiel on on the comb um uh and then when it came down to her place, um, I'm 100% with you on that, Miriam. I saw that as, yeah, as her way of, one, um, not putting, you know, all her eggs in a basket and investing in a place when there might be a chance she's going to move. 
She's going, she's going to America to live with him. And, you know, even if I didn't have ulterior motives and I was sinking money into a place and somebody said, you know what, if we work out, there's a possibility that you could come um, to where I live or, or we could find a different place together. Yeah, why would I, why would I then be wasting money on this place? So I think for, I think it was completely innocent. Uh, if anything, it was, it was, um, Maybe frugal is the the right word I'm looking for. Um, it was an attempt to to invest in the relationship, and I thought he was fucking crazy. I'm like, dude, this mm-hmm. is what you this is what you wanted. You wanted her to move with exactly. you, and this is a sign that she seriously considered it. And then you're gonna flip it around and be like, oh, well, why well, can't I don't know? This makes me question everything. Are you fucking serious? You, yeah. you were in a cable car asking her. Do you want to come to Tennessee? You should come to Tennessee. This is what you wanted. If anything, this is a sign that's like, look, she seriously considered moving to America and moving in with me, um, you know, and and so much so that she was like, look, I'm going to save my money. I'm not going to sink it into this place where I might not be living in a few months or or a year or so should uh, I should me and Jeffrey work out. And then for him to like twist it around all of a sudden i thought he was fucking crazy i was like dude are you fucking you wanted this is what you wanted and now that you have it you're fucking um reacting really odd about it you're you're distancing yourself and now you're just you know he had this look in his eyes like wow i'm I'm totally being used dude this is the reason you got in a relationship with her right and I, i think when i when i was watching it I was completely seeing her side of it and her was like, yeah, you know, you, you, you brought up, you know, moving and stuff. And he's like, Oh, like, come on, dude. So yeah, I, I, in terms of, of Varya, I still think her intentions were pure. I think she was just being really smart. Um, you know, maybe money is difficult to come across and yeah, her place wasn't fixed up. She's washing her hands in a fucking bathtub. Like she's going to sink money into a place that she might not live in. I think that's that's pretty sensible, and I think it it, it was a sign uh, that she was serious about moving to America with him, um, and not necessarily using this to be opportunistic. But yeah, let me let me plan for a future with this guy, and I I think he he uh, he misread the intentions. Um, I think he he's being fucking crazy about it. Um, yeah. Uh, if anything, it made me like it made me like her more and like him less. And can I just add one more thing on this topic? I mean, she could have done this whole thing where she, she you know, she didn't have to show him where she lives. She could have done right. this whole thing where, hey, I'm mm-hmm. gonna, I'm just gonna stay with you for three weeks, and I live at home with my parents, and they live five hours away from Moscow, right? But she wanted to show the slice of her life to him because that was important for her. And that was like an opportunity to kind of, you know, show him like, you know, where she, where she, you know, she's from and what she's about. And, you know, she's like this, like, you know, radio personality and that whole thing. And he just like shit all over it. And I was she was being, like, she was being vulnerable. Like this is a yeah. part of me and I want to share it with you. Mm-hmm. Like if, if it was really super opportunistic, she would have probably hid that part from him. Right. Um, but instead she invited him over and like, look, like this is, this is what I, this is what I have. And yeah, he yep. shat all over. I know. Like, I know. Could you imagine I, if you invited someone to your place with, with the best intentions? Like, yeah, let's, let's stay a night at my place. Um, I'm a little embarrassed about it. It's, it's, it's kind of ghetto. It's kind of broke. Um, but you know, this is what I got. And then he's just like, all of a sudden, no, what the fuck? This looks like yeah. a jail cell what the fuck is this I mean, are you I serious you wash your hands in the bathtub? like chill the fuck out man like, yeah maybe you... he was maybe he was getting ptsd from you know <laughs> prison life. Fucking right? flashbacks <laughs> you know like, what guys what I, where's the thing <laughs> i still i still think that they both have they don't have chemistry i i don't know why she thinks that they have chemistry maybe because they they fucked and she thinks that oh yeah okay so we're compatible in bed and we have chemistry i still think that his personality is as flat as a pancake i mean she's she's more fun to watch and she's i can i can actually you know what 
even though I think that she's opportunistic and I don't blame I don't blame her for that because again like you guys mentioned it before in, in our previous episode like everyone has a right to you know everyone deserves to have a better life elsewhere um you know I I I can really admire her honesty right like the on, the one thing that that I think was a bad look on her part is I get it she she's planning for the future and he was the one who wanted her to move you know, move over to the U.S. But the fact that she has, she dropped hints on that, you know, on wanting to be in a city as opposed to being in Tennessee, I think that kind of suits like, you know, insincerity to me. So that's why I think that, you know, okay, maybe she's kind of manipulative in that sense. But anyway, I I don't feel pity for him at all because, you know, well, he's a felon. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right exactly with nipple tats um so definitely not Some sorry shit. all right so our second last couple avery and ash what can i say uh ash just can't <laughs> sorry as i'm about to describe ash uh my boyfriend actually uh he did the he did an impression of ash and yeah he just cannot blink this guy, <laughs> he's so bug eyed. Some I read somewhere that that be, like you know he was sniffling when he met her, and someone said, "Oh, maybe he did coke before." That's <laughs> in my notes. Oh, he wow. looks like That's he looks like he snorted coke. He, could, he, he looked like sure. he's totally on, he is totally on uppers. It went, remember when his brother walked in? His brother looks normal. So was that a preview of like what's yeah. to come? There's a preview uh-huh. where his brother walks in and he's totally like, hey, relaxed, eyes is normal. Yo, he's he's on uppers or yeah, he, he looks he totally looks like he, he just got done snorting some coke. And yeah. his his eyes the his eyes, the the uh they're all black. Did you notice that? He has like really <laughs> dark dark rings on, around his eyes. I don't know, maybe that's me being a little judgmental, but um but yeah, he looks. I don't know. I'll say. I'll save the judgments. But I'll, I'll just say he. He looks like he snorted coke. <laughs> he is definitely a party boy. I mean, she just is. You know, like out and about. You know, doing his thing, buying black roses for girls. That was really weird. Um, the whole that was Airbnb a, that was a bad thing. Like black roses means wasn't wasn't Death, it right? Yeah, like in was... every culture, it's death. <laughs> like yeah. I don't know, like that was just weird. Um, I don't know. I just feel like you know, I- I'm not really feeling this couple that much. Um, Avery is like super boring to me. I don't know. Like I almost like feel like she's almost like a bad mother. I mean, I hate to say that because like I know that's like a really heavy label to put, but she like left her baby for three weeks to go hang out with, like a party a party boy. I don't know. I'm just like not boy. feeling this. Yeah, a fuck boy. <laughs> I'm not really feeling this couple at all. I don't really have much to say except for like I want to be over. I want to get more interesting, definitely. Um, but yeah, they uh, throughout uh, the season so far, um, I'm surprised at how uninterested I am um, with this with this couple. It seemed like it would be. Um, something a lot more interesting. I think the the uh, the backstory is all there, but it just doesn't play out well. It, it's not playing out well um, on television. So yeah, you know, I um, yeah, it was it was pretty boring for me um, to say. Uh, but yeah, um, with in, in regards to Ash, uh, something did. Uh, make me step back a little bit about my judgment for him was the bracelets. And uh, I thought that was a sweet gesture, you know, Um, and then to advertise it on the gram, you know, uh, making it social official, as they say, or Facebook official, whatever have you like, he put it out there. You know, I love this. I love this girl. And, you know, if if he was in relationships um, at the time or seeing other people, um, they would have seen that. And I thought that was actually a, a genuine move to put it out there. You know, Avery loves Ash. Ash loves Avery. And for her to pull away like that um was uh I felt that you know I was like all right you know I gave him a point for that and I was like damn Avery like that's why you broke up with him like you saw that and your first instinct was yo fuck this like you ain't you ain't the one (laughs) seriously that's what it was like 
for him to announce that, yo, this, you know, I'm a one woman man, and for her to to um to reciprocate that with a breakup, I was like, God dang, man, women, dude, for real? That's how it <laughs> well, she felt like she felt like he was overshadowing yeah, her with love, which is why she ghosted him. She Anyway, um, I I just want to say I I did cringe when I saw them French kiss. I don't know why. I think he he kind of overdid it. He was trying to bite her tongue or lip or whatever. But yeah, I I had to turn away. I don't know why because he seemed he come across as pretty creepy, right? Someone who doesn't blink and <laughs> someone who doesn't blink and um. And yeah, like, you know, I have to say I respect Ash for being, I mean, no, I respect Avery for, you know, not, no, like, you know, putting him in place as in, you know, saying that, hey, we're not going to have sex, you know, on our first night. And even though Ash is super confident that they will eventually. Um, now, what did that yeah, mean, but, though, when she said you're, maybe you'll make your way there? Like. Like, Does she, she want him to come in the middle? Because it's like creep to the room in the middle of the night. Like no, I don't, I didn't get that. That was a mixed signal for me. She said like she wants to fill him up and and see if they can connect spiritually. I I don't know. They're just they're they're both tantric. I guess I don't know. I mean, you know, all I know is she loves weed and he doesn't. So. <laughs> Shall, don't we... Want weed. <laughs> yeah. Shall we move on to the last yeah, couple? Uh, I think this might be this might be a favorite here. Big Ed and Rosemary, the queen and wow. the and the king finally meets his his queen, um, and doesn't seem ready to have sex because she has yet to take an STD test. I don't know what you guys think about that. It's just, I mean, hey, it's you know, it's, it's his prerogative. I get it. Um, they, I don't know. This is another guy who thinks that they both have chemistry. Um, and yeah, I, I cringe when he tried to kiss her. It's like when you put them both together side by side, it's just a weird look. Like he's he comes across as a creepy old guy, like and 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 she's his social escort. And I I don't know. I mean, it's just I I had to look away a lot of times because I just it's so cringy. And I mean the the whole like taking money out of his wallet. I mean, uh, again, like, I know he's annoyed, but I think she did it because she knows more about the currency. And she she probably knows that he's going to struggle counting the money, the pesos, right? And maybe that's why she's, you know, she did it for him. But I can see how he he, he views that as an aggressive move. Um, and again, this, this, this could just be a, a difference in culture. So, I mean, I'm not going to you know, harp so too much into that. But what do you guys think? Mary. Hello. And Miriam. Well, I don't know, guys. Hi, All right. Guys, I I am here. Here. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, what happened? <laughs> I think, I, I, think I muted myself. So I just had so much to say. I was like, I, I can't trap Nadia. Like I got all this stuff out. I gotta say, so I just muted myself to give you some time to kind of get get your thoughts out. But um, a couple of things for me that kind of stood out. Um, first thing was that if Ed had not gotten two separate beds, I think Rosemary would have been DTF that night. Like I think she had just assumed that like like she was gonna give it to him. That's kind of like the impression I got from her. Yeah, I don't, you, I don't know if you guys got that. And that I got that of... too, because yeah. she was wondering why we why they had twin bits. And I this is I guess this is where I I respect Big Ed for that. Like she, he he was he's trying to take it slow. You know, this guy is trying to propose, right? Right, so. right. And the fact that he is hesitating and getting an STD makes me think that there is something there that he is he- like. There's something. There's a reason why he's hesitating, and. I think that something is going to come up on this topic mm-hmm. um, re- related to her past, right? So that was kind of like, that was one moment where I was like, hmm, Rosemary. And then the other t- the other point also that I didn't like about her was kind of what you guys were talking about, about when, you know, she was taking the money out of his wallet. Yeah, I get it. It's busy. You're like, there's pushing and shoving. You're in this busy 
crazy like pedestrian street type of an area. There's like vendors screaming and all this stuff. But what was hella shady was the whole keep the change part. Like that right there, I was like, yeah. bitch, you're over here sleeping on the floor with you know, like like in a room in the back of a, you know, store, like washing your clothes in a bucket, and you're over here throwing his money around, like keep the change. Like what? Yeah. Like it just right. it felt like it felt like she was had been in that situation before. And I almost feel like the last person that she was in that situation with allowed for that to happen. So that's what she was accustomed to. Right. Um, and it kind of goes back to my previous point, you know. And Big Ed, I just felt bad for him. He was just like, just all over the place. He was a hot mess. He was like sweating. He was overwhelmed. He was just like, I need my damn air conditioning. So I feel bad for this guy, but I think that he's got the best intentions. The fact that he wanted to buy her pajamas because she didn't have any and it made him sad. Oh my God, I just want to hug this guy. Really sweet guy. Come over here, Big Ed. That is so sweet of you. (laughs) You know, like this guy is like an honest, really well-intentioned guy. And I just hope that this Rosemary doesn't take advantage of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely um, Rosemary in this episode lost a few points. Um, there was there was a couple things for me. Uh, well, th- there were a couple of missteps on both sides. Um, so I wanted to start with Ed. Then, um, if he, I don't know. If I think if he really wanted to get to know her, and I think um, you know if uh, if he wanted to spend more time with her, dude, Manila is cracking, dude. It's the spot at night. It's 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 similar to like New York and other cities that stay awake. There's stuff to do. You can find stuff to do. And you know, the first thing is like, let's go to bed. Your first your first night, you just met her. Let's go to bed. Why not go to a bar and and like catch up, get to know each other? You know. So for me, I thought that was a that was a big opportunity um, that got squandered. Um, I also um, don't think that she wanted to sleep with him. I think she was actually avoiding sleeping with him. She mentioned, oh, he talks a lot. He jokes a lot. It was almost like she was tired of him talking all the time. It's, and then for her to I like... I that too. Yeah. It, it, she went, to me at least, she went to sleep to avoid all this unnecessary conversation with him because she was mm-hmm. just exhausted with him um, constantly being verbal and, and, and asking questions and, you know, how many guys were at the hotel? Like she just thought, dude, this is too much. And I thought she faked it. I thought she went to bed and fake, totally faked it. She totally. went there and totally. like, was in the field kitchen, yeah. like laying down. I'm like, nah, she's just trying to avoid him right now because he's, he's talking too much. Um, and when it came, uh, yeah, that was, it was really, really, really disappointing to see how she acted at the marketplace. Um, I'm I'm American. I stick out even in my home country of the Philippines. I stick out like a sore thumb. But even then, um, my relatives, when they go shopping with me, they barter. And that's just the culture. You barter. Even the people who live there, they barter. They want a better deal. So for her to just be like, oh, that's how much it costs and not even make an effort to save her man, her king, some money and say, what about two for a price of, uh, mm-hmm. of that or what about right. you bring it down 50 pesos she wasn't yeah. looking out for her best interest she was looking out for the seller's best interest which is right. also cool i mean that's great you know when you're again coming helping from your economy right I, I i do i blame her no but it also made me step back and go she she doesn't care for him in that way she probably views him as a rich american and was like siding with her with her countrymen and her fellow folk and saying look like this guy's loaded you know keep keep the change he's got plenty more where that came from right so uh, yeah i think that was a bit um insensitive i think she could have you know to show him that she cared a little bit um about it she there's a win-win you can still profit off of uh, off of the marketplace and 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 give your you know give the give the market people the vendors um some some extra cash but at the same time make an effort even to bring it down 10 20 pesos or whatever at least show that hey you know i'm you know what i mean like i'm, I'm gonna barter it down and then maybe you can keep the change because you came up 
you know, right. I saved you 50. If you're going to, you know, pay this much, keep the change and give him the extra 10 or extra 20 pesos there. So I thought, you know, th there was a way that she could have handled that differently and she didn't. Um, so, yeah, there I think there were there were a couple of missteps. Um, again, uh, I'm interested to see where this goes, because now I'm, I'm really questioning where Rosemary is coming from that really, uh, you know, in our previous, um, our, our, our previous chat about the last episode, I was more on her side and thinking, yeah, you know, I really like her. Uh, she, she, she fell down a couple notches this episode. So yeah. Yeah. Interested to no. see more. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, um, you know, we got to wrap up. It's almost an hour, but, uh, let's, uh, let's, Let's tell our listeners what are our or what is our WTF moment in on this episode. And I'll start with myself and my WTF moment is everything David does, <laughs> which is to spend a hundred thousand dollars on on a website that's clearly uh, structured to uh, you know rip him off, and yet he oh. innocently. Uh, think that there is something genuine out there waiting for him that he could build a relationship out of a bot. It could be a bot. I don't know. It could be a fat granny behind the computer. I, I, I feel bad for what him, but it, right. it's, yeah, it's scam 101 and that's my WTF for this week. All right, Mariam, up to, uh, over to you. All right. So my WTF moment this week can be summarized in two words. Nipple tats. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Yeah. I still I'm gonna I'm gonna go and try to get like a snapshot of it and text you guys because it's just oh it's just so intricate. I just so like just I can't stop thinking about it, you guys. That's all I'm thinking about. That should be our cover. Lon, what about you? Yeah, so I know y'all didn't probably see this as um as 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 uh significant as I did, but for me like, what the fuck? You're going to bring something with your ex's name on it and, you know, to a girl that, like, you're meeting for the first time? I thought that was a bad look. Come on, man. What the fuck's that about? So, yeah. And then he fought her about it. Nah, man. Um, for me, that's, yeah, that's, that would be something that would distance myself. If some, if, if I met a girl for the first time and she had something with her ex's name and then she fought vehemently, like, to hold on to it. You know, uh, we could have like some kind of civilized conversation about it, about my feelings about it. Uh, yeah, for me, I would, I would straight up tell her, "Yo, what the fuck?" So for me, that was my what the fuck moment. All right, well, guys, thank you once again for you know being on this podcast with me. Um, do you guys have anything to say about you know, like any anything you want to promote or anything you want to say about? You know the current situation. I, I mean, I know I have to remind people, you know, to practice social distancing. I think that's very important with the current, uh, you know, COVID nineteen outbreak going on in, you know, in in the world. Um, you know, obviously wash your hands. Um, you know, don't panic buy. Um, in the words of Trevor Noah, I just want to say, you know, I don't care what kind of shits you have. Don't hoard <laughs> toilet paper. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, otherwise, uh, you know, if you're listening, we're on Podbean and SoundCloud. So I don't know. Mariam, Lon, do you have any final words? You know, I just want to talk to everyone about this COVID-19 that's going around. I mean, we live in real, real strange times. I'm not going to lie. Um, I think that the biggest message I want to give is that if you're young and healthy, don't be selfish and right. think about other people because you can easily carry this, not have any symptoms and spread it. And yep. you'll spread it to the vulnerable population, which are folks that are older than 50 years old, two and younger, or people with um, compromised immune systems. So just think twice, guys. Yeah, to piggyback on that, look, guys, we're, we're all in this together. Um, just because uh, some of us might be better off or might have a better um, chance of, uh, of getting through this, let's not forget, you know, the people that aren't. And, you know, you know, remaining clean, washing hands and practicing um, um, isolation, this is all to prevent the spread of it because there are people who are um, more susceptible to this and who may not survive. So yeah, just you know, we're all in this together. Let's um, 
Let's act like it. Uh, check up on your service industry friends. I know a lot of people, you know, in the in the restaurant industry or in the knife light and uh, nightlife industry, um, who are who are really taking a hit um, because you know uh, just with the economy the way it is and people being asked to stay at home now. Um, they're they're being left. See, see if you can reach out to people, um, see if you can reach out even to your relatives who are older, who might be afraid to go grocery shopping and who are in need of food and supplies. Um, just, you know, make an extra effort to be conscious about that. And uh, let's get through this together. And uh, yeah, uh, I really hope you guys are listening to this podcast and you enjoy it. Um, I think we, uh, Miriam, Nadia and I have a fun time doing it. So yeah, let's, uh, yeah, that's really all I wanted to say. Thanks, everybody. Hey guys, thank you so much and catch us again on the next episode of 90 Day Fiancé Podcast. Oh, 90 Day Fiancé, what the fuck? Podcast. <laughs> All right, <laughs> good <Goodbye>. time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.